4: Every day, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling.
3: Because when he has been in the bright lights and enjoying his time and having fun and lapping it up, no problem. You're the big celebrity. You're in the bright lights. I've been in the dark, in the trenches, in the gym.
5: You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. me, me, me.
3: Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to The Voice of the People. Uh, Let's get ready. <laughs> Another one. They don't want to see us win.
6: Take along
3: if you know the words. All I need is one
4: hit.
2: Overdose on you. Girl, you know it's true, yeah.
7: it's All I need is one, yeah. on you Four Division World Champion Mikey Garcia Young Bosley, fucking 39, four years old Dollar New Division World Champion Jesse Vargas is fine. Honestly, well who has he fought? Guerrero v Guerrero is a great fight Kansas hasn't been fighting anything In an all-action Mexican fighter I think he's going to light up the fans in Texas And also live on The Zone Brilliant fighters and a fight that can only go one way Which is one of pure
0: excitement that's a, anybody will tell you that you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be an easy fight, I don't think it's an easy fight, I don't take easy fights. In fact, there were fights that I turned down because I thought they were too easy. I want to have a challenge, I want to have something that can really push me, that can really motivate me and excite me, and Jesse Vargas does that. I'm going to bounce back. I'm going to show everybody that there's much more I'm accomplished, a lot more to deliver. I want to keep growing that legacy. I want to keep giving the fans fights to remember. Ain't
8: no other sight in the game to see the Boxing
2: Voice. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Today we're going to be here discussing George Cambosis. And Vasil Lomachenko headed to Australia, Perth, Australia to be exact. They'll be fighting May 2nd in Australia, May 11th here in America. It'll be live on ESPN, and George Cambosos and Australia host yet another big fight. Um, I hope that many of you are excited to see Lomachenko back. A lot of us thought he would have retired. You know, um, this is a clear sign that he avoided that fight with Shakur Stevenson. Now, you know, that's understandable. Maybe he wants to go into said fight with a belt and make it mean more. But this very same opportunity that he had with Lomachenko, he could have had in the WBC versus Shakur Stevenson. Obviously, that would have been a lot more difficult. Uh, him going against George Cambosis. he'll be the betting favorite, and he believes he'll be able to get that win. So this is what we're here to discuss, man. If you're interested, you know the number to call, one 569 5241 Press 1 one time. At around 7.30, we're going to be having Khalil Cole. Uh, he's signed to Matchroom, and he'll be fighting in Las Vegas, February 2nd. So we'll be having him on the show to talk about his upcoming fight in Las Vegas. George Cambosis, you know, uh, my hat does go off to him. He's a definitely a ballsy uh, fellow that has shown us, you know, he's not afraid of any challenge. Um, he's now taking on Tiafimo, Devin Haney twice. And uh, this will be his fight with Lomachenko. Now, George definitely needs this win. For Devin Haney, either man that gets the win, it looks good for him because these are two Devin Haney victims. But for George, he really needs the win. You got guys calling him a fluke, you know. Um, they don't believe that what he did to Tio deserves more recognition than he's been getting, uh, as it's only been one win ever since the T.O. win. It's kind of been downhill for George. And let me tell you, this is an uphill battle to expect for George to get the win. But if he can, then he's deserving of that title and of, you know, our respect. I think that he's already earned mines for sure just by taking these fights, not complaining. Even though it's easier to take a fight when you're the A-side. Here he is, the A-side again, taking, you know, his show on the road back to Australia with Lomachenko. So credit to George Kambosos. Once he got in position, he shown that it wasn't a fluke, right? That he could continue to have the government of Australia back him in big fights. I don't love the fight. Like I said, it should have been Shakur and Loma. Loma swerved that. Uh, It should have been Maxi and Loma, but they robbed Maxi, so now he's in a tougher eliminator versus Cepeda, and uh, you know, it's going to be another uphill battle for him to try and get that win versus Cepeda when we know that he deserved that win versus George Kambosis. George Cambosas will be defending that IBO Green Hunter belt in his fight versus Vasiliy Lomachenko. That, that, that IBO will be on the line as they try to capture the IBF as well. Um, Not a lot to say. We all know both Loma and George Cambosis. Obviously, they're in two separate times of their career. So whatever version of them we knew is not today's version. Uh, But the question is, the version of them that exists today, who will be the victor? And um, I feel like the easy answer is Loma, but Loma coming off of inactivity. Loma probably emotionally in a state that he's never been. You know, Um, it's a possibility that George Cambosos can capitalize on Lomachenko's down time. Meaning, the state of depression, you know, uh, the state of doubt, because he certainly doubted himself by not taking that Shakur fight. It was for a better title. It was for, uh, reportedly, a lot more money, according to Shakur. And it would have been a higher profile fight. So... We could be dealing with a version of Lomachenko that doesn't believe in himself at the moment and needs this quote-unquote easy win to put him where he needs to be so that he is able to take a Shakur Stevens fight, right?
5: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
2: We would probably want Loma to get the win so that he could unify in house with Shakur. I don't know that that happens, but I do know that Cambosos would do it. So I'm going to be rooting for Cambosos. You know, uh, him and Shakur have had some great back and forths on Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, Shakur's even bowed down to the fact that Cambosos is good at tweeting. You know Shakur's good at fighting, Cambosos is good at tweeting. But if he could get this win, a build up between him and Shakur, it might be worth everybody's time. It'll be for a unification. It could make a lot of sense. It could certainly make a lot of sense. But look, I'm not trying to drag it. There's not much to talk about. Like I said, we know Lomachenko and we know George Cambosos. You know, this is the fight that we got. It is what it is. Um, It isn't the best fight, but it's still a top fight in the division. George Kambosos is a former champ. Vasil Lomachenko is a former champ. So you can't really ask for anything more. Again, um, if you're a George fan, you're rooting for him to get that win so that he could stop being doubted. You know, so he could stop being thought of as a fluke. And for Lomachenko, you know, if you're a Lomachenko fan, you want him to get that win so that he can get one last championship title on his way out, as many believe it is, you know, his exit at this point. I always wanted the Haney rematch. Um, They're just not in the right weight classes anymore. We've seen how big Haney balloons up. I think going back down to 35 is impossible, but it's not out of the realm of possibility for Loma to move up to seek out that rematch if he wanted it in another division, two pounds above his weight limit that he set for himself. You know, when when Lomachenko had his eyes set on Pacquiao, He said the highest he could go for Pacquiao was 138. Now, granted, that was Pacquiao, not Haney. But Pacquiao was more of a fight for Loma to make a name for himself and get some accolades, where the Haney fight is a rematch to get your respect back, show people, you know, you are who you are, and that the Haney win was a fluke. Now, I don't know that he could get that win back at 140, but... You know, if he wanted to, technically speaking, that opportunity possibly could be there. For Haney, I think that, you know, it it is something that they should consider. Um, I don't know how many people would love it, five pounds above the weight that it took place at, but Floyd rematched his controversial wins with Castillo and Madonna, and uh, people loved him for it. I think that you don't need the rematch, but if you can get it, might as well get it out the way so that, you know, it doesn't ever come back as a talking point because that's what people like to do, you know, Uh, bring up old shit, (laughs) so to speak. But uh, this is going to be for the IBF lightweight title. It is a vacant title now that Devin has moved up and vacated that IBF. It'll be shown on ESPN, so it's not a pay-per-view, and uh, it'll be May 11th in Australia. Excuse me, May 11th here in America, but on the 12th in Australia. I got about another 15 minutes before I get Khalil Cole, light heavyweight signed the match room. If you want to ask him a question, remember you can go to our Patreon page or our Member only tab here on YouTube and drop him a question. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Looks like I got Cliff in Connecticut. What is up? Cliff, Connecticut. All right. GO Gotta unmute,
0: champ. There you go. Yo yo, what up, Nez? What up? Uh, back back for another call, man. I'm glad to be on the Boxing Voice. Shout out to you, shout out to Danny, shout out to what you guys are doing. Um I'm you know, you're right, you know the Loma versus Kambosa is not the most exciting fight. They both kind of both need a, a victory to establish some back on the 130 fight path to show that, hey, we're still here. We can still make a name for ourselves. But I'm going to have to go with Loma taking it from Cambosa's. It's because Cambosa's last performance, uh, I forgot what was against that guy's name. Maxi Hughes. Maxi Hughes. I, I had Maxi Hughes actually winning that fight. When I seen it, I, I was shocked that they, when they gave it to Cambosis, Yes!
2: Yes! <laughs> so did I.
0: Yeah, it was, I was like, wow. But I, I mean, I kind of see what they're trying to do. They're trying to build up for like Cambosis versus Shakur or Lomo versus Shakur. I personally would rather watch Lomo versus Shakur because if I see Cambosis versus Shakur, it might be just another, another like Haney versus like Cambosis, just a third. Just Shakur is probably going to hit him a little harder than Haney does, but it won't be the most exciting fight to watch. But uh that's all I gotta say. I got Loma in that fight, made by decision. Who knows what type of Loma we're gonna see that night? Hopefully the same Loma that was fighting against Haney. Cause he, you know, he's still hungry for those titles. But uh that's what all kind I gotta of say shot? Is, you know. What kind of shot you
2: give uh Cambosis? One out of ten, what number he got to win.
0: I want to say, like honestly, no bias or anything like that. I would say six out of like six, six or seven around there, out of shot to win. Okay. Not
4: bad. Because you know I'm
0: not, I'm not gonna discredit him. He's still a a great boxer. Just he just hasn't had a a good late. Last couple matches were not the best for him. <laughs> for sure, man. But that's that's all I gotta say, man. Hey, can't wait to listen to the interview tonight. Uh. You have it going, man. Appreciate
2: it. You too. You too. Remember, you guys can ask a question. Just head on over to our Patreon page or our YouTube members tab and uh, drop Khalil Cole a question. You know, uh, let him know where where you are. You know, obviously living and who you are. This way, he knows he's got fans around the world. Uh, he is a light heavyweight that has signed the match room, and he'll be on the program in just a bit if all goes as uh, according to plan. He's also fighting at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas, February 3rd on the counter, Ben Undercard. Um, But yeah, if you head on over to our communities page, you can ask uh, Khalil Cole a question. Brian Norman, you can ask a question. He'll be on the show tomorrow as well. Tommy Lane, you can ask a question. He'll be on the show Thursday. Maxie Hughes, who we were just talking about, who should have got the win over Cambosos, will be on the show Friday. He's going to be taking on William Cepeda and an eliminator with the IBF. Cliff, trying you again.
3: Yo, yo. Yeah, we hear you. Word. Um, I, yo, this is more interesting, I think, than we, we're giving it credit. I think we should, we should be um, interested in this fight and everything that it could make, like, for the future. I'm very interested in it because I feel like a lot of people said Loma was old for when Devin beat him, or they tried to use that excuse, like, a lot of Devin haters, like, Loma ain't the same Loma, or, you know, that narrative. So I don't even got to get far into it. You know what I'm talking about. But I don't think Loma was old. I feel like Loma, and if he is old, he got up that for that fight. That was his last hurrah. And he got up for it. But I feel like that win for Devin could age very well if Loma still comes out here and and gets some good wins after he lost to Devin. And that'll look good on Devin's resume, even better on his resume. Because I feel like it was such a close fight. In my opinion, I feel like it was a close fight because Loma is a great—Loma is not no average Joe Yeah, To me, he's a great fighter. And that's why he gave Devin a run for his money. And we saw adversity. So I want Loma to beat Cambosas because I want him to fight Shakur. I don't feel like Loma didn't fight Shakur because he has doubts. After watching Shakur's last fight, why would anybody want to fight Shakur? Like, if you're going to deal with that, if you have to put up with that type of shit, why would you even want to fight him? Like, I wouldn't want to fight him if, if that's what type of shit he's, he can do, if he gets in trouble or feels more power than he expected. I, I, I don't think, I just don't think a lot of fighters want to fight Shakur because it's a headache. It's not even like he's catching and shooting. He's literally running around the fucking ring. But I want Loma to beat Cambosas and then fight Shakur. Let's see <gasps> how Shakur does against, yeah, let's see how, why, why I get that reaction. Let's see how Loma does against Shakur versus how Devin did. And it'll be an even older Loma so if Shakur don't just make it look easy, like he always be bragging and saying, and it's a competitive fight, or he even loses, that will tell us a lot about Shakur, and who he really is. Because I'm starting not to hey, be buying yo. all the shit that Shakur be selling. What's up?
2: In the chat, they saying, ha this caller is chained up to Haney's nuts. And you're not even a Haney fan like that, but you see how it is? You can't say nothing positive you get labeled someone's fanatic. Cr- no, I, I, I didn't
3: even,
2: I t- say, I didn't I know. even
3: give K- any crazy credit. I said it was a close fight.
2: I know, Shit. I know, but it don't matter. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, you damned if you do, damned if you don't in this sport, man. We, we, we need better fans, and this sport will be better. Because look at you. You're trying to give right. Loma the benefit of the doubt. You're trying not to be the fan that says he's washed up, He's old, you know, and and they still now now because you because you're not calling him washed up and old, you're a Devin Haney fanatic. But I do want to ask though,
3: Weird, that's
2: crazy. Who? I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this right because um, I feel like Loma. Is everybody? Everybody will say Loma's a first ballot Hall of Famer, or at least Loma's for sure getting in the Hall of Fame. Even if he don't get in in that first ballot, we believe he'll get in. So I I feel like
0: George.
2: I feel like George needs to win more, but will. Haney get more credit if
3: Loma wins or will he get more credit if George wins? I think it got to be Loma. I think as, if Loma wins, he gets more credit. The more Loma does after that, that fight... But it, why? Better. He beat both of them and they both was, so like quote-unquote,
2: unified.
3: Haney. But what we just... What we Like you said, Cambosa got a stain. We just seen him basically get a controversial win. Cambosa uh, would have to beat more than just Loma in order for it to age well, like in a sense for Devin, you know, to get credit. He, he would have to beat Loma. And he got – that will be Loma Antio. That's actually great on your resume. But for some reason, I feel like he's just not – he's just not going to get the credit he deserves. That's when they will really say Loma's old and washed up. Mm. So I, don't, I, I would say I would have to still go with Loma. And hopefully whoever wins beats Shakur because I'm tired of that dude. But right, Chant, I Let got, me get man. to some other callers.
2: That's interesting because I don't know. I feel like Loma could lose and people still going to give him credit. But George, he needs that win over Loma more than Loma needs the win over George because People just don't believe in George. They think his shit was a fluke, bro. They trying to write his win over Tio off as a mistake. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of unfair. Khaled, what up?
6: What up, bro? How you doing?
2: Straight.
5: Yeah, man. Uh, I think this fight has the potential to be a little more com- competitive than like what we think. I think that, uh, yeah, Loma's the favorite, but shit. You know, Loma's coming off the layoff. Loma isn't the physically Im- imposing fighter that like Devin Haney was when he fought George Kambosis. He was clearly faster, stronger, just better, you know. And and there's the potential that George Kambosis got better uh, from the Devin Haney fight, uh, you know, that pivoting, those, those angles, that speed since he fought Devin Haney, seeing that against Lomachenko, might not be too much for him that like might not overwhelm him because if you can handle those angles and pivots loma becomes more of a basic fighter loma's on the back end of his career later 30s you know what i'm saying hasn't been as as active maybe not in the mental space has taken losses so it's a blueprint to be him so it could be competitive i would still take loma to win but I would just like to see a tough fight, you know. I, I just hope, hope my man don't get whitewashed, because I'm not one to think that uh that like that that like that was a fluke. Nah, you came out there swinging wild. George Cambosas put you on your ass, period. And he won the fight. Yes, it was another knockdown later on in the fight, but George Cambosas won the fight. He beat the man that beat you, and then Devin Haney beat both of y'all. So I'm not gonna discredit him for none of that shit, motherfucker. We we had to go out in the ring. And all that shit. T.O. said he was hurt and he had some in his throat and all that shit. All the fighters, even though sometimes fighters do be really hurt, every time a fighter lose, I always hear him say that they hurt. That's okay, though, because fighters do be hurt. So, shout out to all the fighters. But it, but everybody's fucking hurting. Let them tell it. So, I just like, I just want it to be a competitive fight. If Loma wins, I don't think he's going to fight Shakur. He'll probably just keep fighting some mandatories and some shit like that because I don't think you want to take another ill, you know, especially to a to a guy like Shakur Stevenson and shit like that. But it could be, he could talk to Bob Arum and maybe make some shit going. I think George Kambosos will fight Shakur Stevenson. I don't think Lomachenko will fight Shakur Stevenson. So hopefully it's a, it's a, it's a competitive fight. I'm like a fan of the sport, so I'm going to watch it. So that's my call, bro. Good looking. All
2: right. Right on time, Kelly, because that's our... Guess. Khalil, man, how are you?
9: What's up, man? You can hear me? I hear you. I hear you perfect. How are you doing? I'm good, man. What's up with you, man? appreciate you having me, bro. Oh, man,
2: I'm happy to have you, champ. Happy to have you. Happy to see that your career is uh, going the way that it's going and glad to see you getting your opportunity in Las Vegas, man. How does it feel to fighting in Vegas on a big card uh, with
9: Matchroom. Um, this is you gotta think about it, man. It's, it's 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 where my career started, you know. Uh, as a pro, shall I say? You know, on the uh, Devin Haney and the Linares undercard. So it's more so like I'm going back, you know. I'm I'm, I'm 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 trying to bring that same energy I did when I was when when I made the debut. You get what I'm saying? So and now we like we 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 further in our career in my career and better opponent that the 18, what 20 and no 18 knockouts you know we I'm trying to make a huge statement you know um to the whole division and uh that's what we that's what I plan on doing for sure man
2: i mean obviously you've been stepping it up in competition and uh this is another step up um you and your team been putting in that work man uh to continue to perfect your craft man uh now that you've been a pro a couple of years, you've gotten, you know, your experience in, what do you, I guess, what can you say are some of the differences from when you first
9: started till today? Um, bro, I learned it's it's like, it's trial and error, you know, um, with a lot of things, you know, um, learning on a job. I thought it was a, a lot of things like the, I compared it to like the amateurs, you know, and, uh, it's, it's totally different. You know, it might not. It might not seem it's it's so, but like as far as like the, the weight cut, the training, the sparring, everything is like it's, a, it's. You gotta push it up another level. You see what I'm saying? Like mentally, physically, emotionally, you gotta be able to like separate yourself from your family and and be able to be gone for a certain amount of months and you know and, and be able to and, and and work and be focused and, and dedicate yourself, bro. It's like that was like one of the things like I had to like learn how to do because I had I just had a son you know I don't know how everybody else are with their kids but it's like that's one of my hardest things to do like it's hard for me to like leave my 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 son you know and not being able to wake up and but i'm I'm, I'm to a point now where I tell myself like what I'm doing right now is for him you see what I'm saying so that's one of the things that gets me going. It makes It makes it better for me when I'm gone and, 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 and eases, it eases, eases it. What sort of respect do you give your
2: opponent? Uh, because he may not have the biggest names on his resume, but he's got, you know, almost triple the amount of fights. So regardless, I feel like that's experience. How do you look at his number of fights versus the
9: level of opposition? Like, with me, I will feel as though, like, I look at it, like, I know he, he might be more, he might be comfortable, you know, Um, and that's a, and that's a, one of the big things in it. Like, for example, like, my pro debut, I was kind of like, I was nervous. I was, like, it was a lot of things going on at one time, you know, it was like, it was my, like, I lost my virginity, you get what I'm saying, in a sense. So now that I got comfortable with it, I'm able to, I'm able to think more. You know, it's not so much pressure. I'm able to, I'm able to dig in the bag and think of all the things that we worked on during training. You see what I'm saying? So I'm expecting him to be comfortable. I'm expecting him to have you know little little tricks of of, of 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 from from all over. You know, and he knocked out 18 people, 18 humans. So he has to have some type of power. So it's like you never go in underestimating anyone, regardless of who they fought or what. So, but this is like you, you never know what they're gonna bring. You never know. When you got that phone call, did the number of fights
2: that he have, did it alarm you at first? Like, damn, they put me in there with someone with, you know, three times the amount of fights I got? Or you like, this is exactly what I
9: needed so that people could see I'm on that level? Definitely. Like, the phone call, manager called me. Like, hey, how do you feel? You want to? I'm like, definitely. You know, because I was scheduled to fight later, you know? I was scheduled to fight on the uh Berlanger, the Berlinger card. And they was like, yo, how do you feel? Would you would you wanna um compete on, you know, and take this guy? Would you be able to make it or whatever? I'm like, sure, most definitely. Hell yeah. Excuse my language. I'm like, yeah, like, definitely. Like this is this is the type of this is the type of step up that we really need. You know, everybody say, Oh, this step, this is a step up and this is a step up, but those are certain guys that they really are a test. You see what I'm saying? Like, as far as, and, and even if we do get in there and and, and I kill him in the first round or whatever, you see what I'm saying? That's my intentions too. I'm trying to kill him, but it's on the paper. On paper, it looks like, it looks, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we we'll just see when we get there. You know.
2: So this will be
9: you. You would have had five months
2: uh, if I'm counting right. By the time you get in the ring with Juan Osuna, it would be five months. But you're saying that if you didn't take this, it would have been on the Belonga card, which is the same month, just a couple of days later, yeah. right? And he on yeah, the twenty fourth.
9: Yeah, twenty fourth. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so, yeah. It was.
2: So either
9: or, it was just, it was pretty much the same thing as whether you want to get out faster or not. Then. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to. I was trying to get, and then it was like an a opportunity to be on like the main card as well. So it was like instead of being the the before the bell, you know. Um, it was a chance to get some TV time. And, you know, I was like, definitely, you know, um, I want to, sh- this will be, I'll be able to show, like, everything. You know, I'll be able to show uh, a lot. You know, I, with different fights, I try to show different skills. and Sometimes I try to show that I can box, and sometimes I can show I have power. You know, but with different opponents, it brings out different aspects of, of, of who I am.
2: For sure. Uh, champ, so you've been out since uh september 23rd pretty much the end of the month um when did you how much time did you take off because obviously you had your holidays
9: or did you get right back in the gym oh Um, we've been yeah we've been working on just staying staying in the gym you know um for example like like for for that reason right there you know we were able we were comfortable with being able to say yeah we'll take that fight you know because we were already in the gym and and, in training and you know, and doing the things that we were doing to stay in, in, in close to the weight and stay in shape and things like that. So yeah, we and that's and and I, now that I sit back and as soon as it happened, my father looked at me like, You see, why we supposed to stay in the gym, you see? Mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it sucks when when you be like, Yeah, you was right but he was right. You see what I'm saying? So those are the those are the type of things that we've been working on. that's the big thing that we've been working on, staying in the gym. Like even if it's not like going crazy, just staying staying active and getting you know, um, even after this fight, we plan on going in Vegas, staying about two weeks, you know, working, working around the gyms and getting some sparring and working like that just to stay in the flow in the midst of things.
2: Oh, wow. So after this fight, you plan on staying out there an extra two weeks? Yeah. Oh, wow. I uh, got a couple questions from the people here. We got New York Bullet that says, what's up, champ? Who were some of the fighters that inspired you
9: to box, if any blessings to you on your career? Um, there was a lot of like, like all, all, all time Sugar Ray Leonard is like my favorite fighter of all time, you know, but sometimes we, we forget to mention the guys who are in the same neighborhood as us that we looked up to, you know, we, we skip over those guys that actually were there, that you actually got to see one-on-one grow. And then you was inspired to be like that guy. You see what I'm saying?
4: Mm-hmm.
9: Yeah. So who are those, so, some of those guys for you? Like, I have guys, I have guys like, uh, Tyrell, right? Uh, John Thompson, I just sparred him like not too long ago. I know John. he's from Newark York. Yeah, you know John Thompson. You know Apollo Kid. You know. Yeah. uh We got guys like, um, who else? Uh, Marcus Brown. You know, I was sparring with For that guy sure. forever. You know. Um. No, um, it's Stephen Nelson. You know. Um. Dan, you got work with Stephen too. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Hell yeah, definitely. Steven Nelson. I was I sparked, I was uh sparring Sergey Devinchenko. You see what I'm saying? So these are like out 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 uh what's he called? Alan Lawrence, you know, Dewdrop, you know, guys like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh Concepcion Jose Concepcion. For those who don't know Ian Green. Um Shout out to Ian. Know? Ian, yeah, Pooh. But these he just are the got guys, a big win over uh, Vaughn yeah, Alexander. Definitely, shout out to him. He's doing his thing for real. But yeah, these are the guys that 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 I I seen growing up that weren't there yet, mm-hmm. but there. You mm-hmm. know, they were they were ahead of me. You see what I'm saying? They are ahead of me, and and I I want to do what he did today. I seen him beat up like six dudes today. So tomorrow I'm gonna try to tell my coach like I'm gonna spar, and I'm gonna try to do exactly what he did tomorrow. You see those are the those are the guys that actually got us to where we are today. Not the guys that we looked up to on TV. You see what I'm saying? But those are the guys that actually like get, put that battery in your back and made you wanna made you wanna do it.
2: For sure. Speaking of some of them guys, I seen you getting that work with uh former champ Kurt Cedis. I know he spent some time in jail. He's back trying to get his career right. And I've always Gotten to see him spar with my time at Terrific Gym. That dude's a buzzsaw, man. How's that work been? Bro, I
9: yo, that that's the work that people run from, bro. I know. That's mm-hmm. the work that people run from, but that's the that's the that's the work I feel as though I need. You know, mm-hmm. um I feel like that's that work is gonna take me to the next level. You know, I'm scheduled we we scheduled to go back actually. Um tomorrow, I think. I think we're going back tomorrow actually, but He's, a, he's, he's he's constant pressure constant pressure and it, it, it helps me work on my my uh my my, my ring generalship my, my jab and you know just popping and moving and, and and things like that like so I honestly feel like I'm already ahead of a lot of these guys at my weight class you know like far as like my like I feel like I can outbox any of these guys honestly bro like they they're they are They're, like, one-dimensional. It's either one guy has a good jab or one guy punches hard or one guy is just in really good shape. You know, there's never, oh, all around. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like I can can, – I'm about to take over. Can't wait. Can't wait. I got
2: a few more questions for you. I got Rod in L.A. He says, who would you say at this point of your career would be your step-up
9: fight? Um – I would say, I wanna I wanna fight the guys like uh, Wattie, uh the guy he fought the, I don't I can't remember the guy's name with the dreads that he fought. Uh, Richards is that Daniel Richards? <laughs> yeah, Daniel Richards. You know, um, the guys that are actually that have been on that stage, you know that are that that's gonna make sure that. When I when I take this guy out, there's no there's no there's no debating about oh if I'm the real deal or not or if I'm ready to compete with these type of guys. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Someone who like the, the Anthony Yards, the, the oh I wanna we try to fight the uh the Canadian guy. Um can't think of his name at the moment. Um I knocked out Marcus Brown. John Pascal. Pascal. We want all the smoke, man. Oh, wow we want all the smoke this these are the guys that we've been trying to like make it happen. you know I don't really i don't I don't talk too much man I just wait till I just get to the fight and, and make it happen so Craig richards that's certainly a big <laughs>
2: step up too man those are and, and and John Pascal would be a a great name for you to have on your resume. that's certainly some good fights there um James Benitez <laughs> in Alabama says James from Decatur. Formerly Huntsville, Alabama. I got a few things to run by you. Who's a bigger star right now? Francis Ngannou or Deontay Wilder?
9: Ngannou. Definitely. second.
2: He says second is if you were to be on the five-on-five five Queensberry versus matchroom card, who would you match up with? I say Ezra Teller. Last, what would you normally weigh in on fight night? So, um, this morning we had the conversation because I know, I don't know if you know, but uh, Turkey Alice Sheik, who's putting up all the money for them big-ass fights, he wants Eddie, which is your promoter, to make a, a card with Frank and his five of his guys versus five of Eddie's guys. And obviously the fight fans was matching you with Ezra Teller. Have you ever heard of him?
9: Um, I'm not sure if I've, I've, I've heard of him. Honestly, not really, but I, I I'm with it all. You know, um, I've seen it. I've seen it, a little bit of it earlier. You know, but like around this time, I we, we don't. I won't really be on like social media and things like that as we get closer to the fight. But um, I got a little wind of it. You know, um, and I probably had to check the guy. I I don't think I've I've seen him before. You know, and uh um, around you said the, the weight that I weigh in on yeah. the day of weigh in. No, nah, I guess about, he means fight night. Oh, fight night? Oh, oh, I'll be about, i say 186, 187. Mm. Damn, that's not a lot. That's like yeah, 10 that's pounds. I, yeah, now, that's something new that we've been working on now, though, because we don't want to shoot up crazy and then have to, you know? So that's, that's that's part of the program. I was telling you about staying in the gym and staying, we want keep that, to keep that short, that window.
2: For sure. Um... The next one, uh, let me see here. That's last part of his says. Okay, the next one is from uh, Against the Ropes with Dosie says. Who is your biggest win so far? You would say.
9: Um, our biggest win would be I would say, um, uh, William Langston, in my opinion. You know, um, because I look at it as to what have they done since me. You see what I'm saying, like. Like, since we fought, what have they done? And Absolutely. he's one, he's went and he went on to win a belt and he's fought, uh, Dante Lane to a draw. And with some people feel as though he won, you know, and uh, I can bro, see, bro, ain't stuff. that the
2: fight? Ain't that the Dante Benjamin you told me? Ain't that the fight that got yeah, him cut, Benjamin, right?
9: Yeah, Benjamin, yeah, instead of not Lane, my bad, Dante Benjamin. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's my, so I was kind of like, I'm, I'm. I'm looking at that can be a, a, a potential opponent again in the future, you know, because he's 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 taking off, bro. He's doing his thing. We talk all the time, you know. We 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 cool, but I definitely feel as though that's one of my, my that, if the most formidable opponent, uh, most recognizable opponent yet.
2: Okay, um, what's your thoughts on that Bradley Almeida fight? He hasn't fought since you. But uh I had watched him fight one time I think in live in, in Atlanta and uh I thought that was gonna be a tricky fight. How would that play out for you?
9: Um co- hey, it's crazy that you mentioned him because after the fight he had went home and you know we I like i like to keep in contact with guys in case we do like a cab, we get some sparring and things like that to help me, you know. Um he had got shot in his back
0: when oh. when he went
9: back. Puerto Rico, yeah. So he he was he was in critical condition for for a little while, but he's back. He's back stable and uh, he's he's doing well. I'm not sure if he's back in the gym or not, but he's doing well. You know. Um, that but, was a
2: difficult one for me, bro, because uh, obviously I know you from New Jersey and 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 your trainers and and the people around you like Shadaja and Ian Green, and I know this kid uh, cause I called this fight in Atlanta and I know his story like. He had got the go- the government of Puerto Rico you know gave him a special pass to come to Atlanta for that fight while he was on parole so I knew he had a rough life so when I seen he was going up against you I knew it was going to be tough for him uh, but I ain't know his life was that rough cuz I I know he was already on parole but look like you say he went back and got shot
9: so yeah. it sucks man but, but uh I- He was a tough guy, you know. Um, it started off as like, all right, we're gonna see. I'm trying to, he trying to feel him out. He's trying to feel me out. And uh, the guy, he he was he was like he was he was he was sharp, you know. Um, I didn't expect him to be like that, but I felt like my coach was like put the pressure on him, put the pressure on him. Like certain shots are starting to like have more effect, like the body shots are having more effect on him. And um, I feel as though like I was letting him out a lot, you know. I corner him and then I let him right out. You know, which gave him more more room to, to, to or more opportunity or more time to, to survive and things like that. But definitely bro, it um I didn't know he was gonna be that tall either. You know, a box rec be lying. Yeah. <laughs> so like my lad, the last fight they said the guy was five eleven. I got to him and he's like six mm. three. Like, okay. <laughs> but it is what it is, man. It's the sport we chose. So how's that yeah. work? Because uh I always see Canelo get to
2: a in and then Damn near everybody's bigger than him, but he doesn't let the size affect him. So do you rather be the bigger man or do you prefer to be the smaller man? Because I've interviewed smaller guys that like to be smaller because they feel they can get on the inside on a taller fighter easier. Honestly, I feel
9: like I like I like. I don't know. It's, It's difficult to say because as a small guy. A, a, a taller guy would try to like keep you at the end. It, it's more difficult. I would rather a person try to come fight me. You see what I'm saying? To come fight like a, a, me, be the me be the taller guy. You know, because I have no problem with 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 with, 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 with locking horns. You see what I'm saying? But um, I don't know, man. And for my uh style of fighting, I would probably say I, the, to be the the bigger guy. You know, it makes it easy off my jab. Yeah, makes it fight easy off the jab keep them at the end of the stick yeah definitely
2: champ well uh those are all the questions man i appreciate you thank you for coming on uh uh obviously good luck on the fight let everybody know how they could watch it
9: and uh where they could follow you at um y'all can y'all can follow me on instagram and kyleo code number one on twitter uh kyleo number one and uh fight february 3rd y'all can watch it on um, the zone um the app but it's gonna be live um so, just tune in. All right, champ. Appreciate
2: you, man. Keep doing your thing. We proud of you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for having me. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Up and coming prospect, Khalil Cole, looking to turn contender here on uh, February 3rd. Um, he's going to be going up against an undefeated fighter. And th- those are the difficult ones, right? Because you don't know anything about him, bro. You go through this dude's record, and it's like 20-something fights in Mexico that, uh, you probably can't get no tape on, so, you know, I'm hoping that Khalil does what he needs to do to keep on moving, and, and, and that in the future, maybe we could talk about him being one of those guys that Eddie turned into a star. You know, this guy comes from my neighborhood, not my neighborhood, right, because he's more Jersey City than North, uh, but, you know, some of his people's just from North, and uh, he's from Jersey City regardless. That's... Right there for us, you know. Jersey City and Newark is like right there, literally. So, yeah, man, I'm proud of him, man. I want everybody to win, and I hope he wins, especially in such a step up. I, I mean, even though this dude has all Mexican fights, I almost find it strange that he's being put in this fight. I mean, he's only 7-0, and being put in there with a guy 21-0. And then a 21-0 dude that's unknown, you know what I mean, it's almost like the Naganu fight. You don't know what you're going to get, so you get it on the night of. But I got callers, Spider Rico. Oh, Spider Rico. Oh, what up, champ? While we wait for Rico to connect on Discord, don't forget to smash that thumbs up. Actually, I could get this other interview, bro. Let me see his homie of Vals. Knock
4: this shit out.
2: Yeah, he actually is. We might as well get this on. I lost my glasses today, man. Tight. What up, Spider Rico?
4: Not much. I'm just calling in. I'm I thought I got you in trouble earlier. Everybody was mad at you because of what you said, what you said.
2: I don't know what you're talking about, but all right.
4: All right, bet. You don't know what I'm talking about then. Hey, what's up, TVV Universe? It's Esteban from Oregon with Love. It's an ice storm out over here in Eugene. I don't know about y'all. Gotta stay warm. I came in to tell y'all, I pray for we and me. That law guide us to ways of peace and safety. The straight way. Never to go astray. We is me. You flip the W upside down. We is me. We together. We, if you make it a... uh, We stands for... No, me stands for men everywhere. Men everywhere. M-E. We all together, y'all. That's the for Oregon with love. I'm gone.
2: Yo... Esteban,
4: oh
2: shit. Esteban, you got a counterpunch yeah. from uh from uh Soco. Soco. What's a counterpunch? It means you could call back in and and spit that 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 hot shit again whenever you're ready. All
4: right, baby, let me gather my thoughts. You're gonna be on the show for a minute.
2: I'm gonna be here. All
4: right, baby, I'm gonna call back.
2: You got it, Matador. What up? Champ, matador, Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You there?
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's crazy this fight here. Um, I think it's wild how like this this was the fight that was supposed to happen before even Devin was. You know, in the picture, you know, like he would have got iced out if it wasn't for uh, Loma backing out. And then now it's happening. So it's kind of funny how everything, you know, comes back to how it was supposed to be. Um, I don't know. I I, I feel like he could have probably fought Shakur. But, uh... I feel like Bob probably put both guys on the table for him, and he probably asked, "What's more money?" I, I don't know. So, so, something had to happen because I don't, I don't know. They're both on the to top break, right, so, so I guess they could unify after, right?
2: Well, I mean, Shakur said it. He made it clear that that Loma turned down the most money he ever made not to fight him. I don't know how long I don't know how Shakur would know that, but I'm just telling you what Shakur said. You know?
1: Yeah. That I don't know. That's mm, that's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, you think anything that he would make here is more than Australia? Because I mean, if Cambosis there's a lot of people over there that are Lomachenko fans. I feel like they'll get that big stadium again over there, like the one they did in the first fight with Devin Haney for Lomachenko on this fight. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the numbers, to be honest, so I can't even say, but, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. But, anyways, what wouldn't, uh, after this fight, wouldn't, um, you said Zapata and, and Hughes are fighting each other, right, for a final eliminator. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't the, wouldn't that winner have to fight, because IBF does, like, if there's a vacant title, like. There's a there's a fight for the vacant title and then the final eliminator gets automatic like next shot like opportunity to fight that uh the winner
2: Uh I mean you know how that goes bro they they put people in final eliminators then they put them in another eliminator So yeah it, it, he's in position but we don't know when exactly that position you know when it happens if that makes any sense
1: no, yeah, I get it. I I just thought like I, I I thought they were the ones that kind of enforced it, cause like with with Opetai, like they they didn't like who they he was gonna fight, and they stripped him like right away. I thought IBF was kind of strict on that. Yeah, and they I were mean, like, okay, well, they, if it's a vacant, you fight the final eliminator winner right away. I don't care. I mean,
2: they they're usually good with it, and they approve Cambosis, you know, and and Loma. So we'll
1: see yeah but yeah i i feel like i feel like loma's gonna end up fighting uh, shakur like i i feel like that'll happen this year i don't think he he would duck him like it's too late to be like saying, ducking him like ducking him, ducking him ducking that like he wants to be undisputed he's gonna have to do it from zero so he's gonna have to try and collect all the belts from from nothing again and try to make that happen so i feel like it'll be an easy fight to make and he, he'll probably take that fight later on this year but uh, that's
2: my call alright alright appreciate you man uh, if you guys want to call in now is the time we do need you to go ahead and either press that one button if you're on the landline or request on twitter spaces and uh, discord I got one possible interview and I might have missed them but he should be checking in in about another 3 minutes this could get good it could be interesting this interview is going to be a little bit different so hopefully we get it you know just to change things up a bit but if you want to call in in the meantime the number to call 14255695241 press 1 one time to voice your opinion discord available twitter spaces Available. Who is this? Give me a sec here as I pull this up. Oh, is this rolling with the punches? Who's this in the two three one? Rolling with the punches, man. Good stuff. What up, <laughs> chance? How are, are you, bro? Man? This oh, is a, a new number. Yeah, yeah, this is a new number, but you the
7: hey, only. I, like, hey, hey, yo, I would I would have called many times before, but like that shit was like uh, for some reason my phone was like every uh, for the long distance long distance thing. it was trying to charge me like an arm and a leg for every minute, and I was like, and then you got a lot of callers and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I was like, I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll get the little house. I mean, phone you could
2: always, know, right? always use you uh, could always use discord and twitter spaces those things are free too but what's up brother how you been yeah.
7: i've been i've been good man i've been good I appreciate that man for sure i've been i've been good how you been how you been can't complain man can't complain man can't
2: complain man
7: heck yeah heck rocking yeah. and rolling now, uh, so uh, quickly uh i, I kind of been out the loop a little bit man to be honest in and shit man for real uh, but i see i see what you guys are talking about the said Vas- vasilian uh, Cambozos in australia May 11th.
2: Yes, sir.
7: Damn. Okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, just to get my my you know like my little insight or what I what I what I'm thinking just from that is, shoot. I mean that's a good fight for one. I think that's a good fight. Definitely. I think. A, I mean, but I haven't lost a, a lot of faith no in Ovitzilly. I like the I like the older dudes. You know, like uh, George will be running for a while. You know, he'll be running for a while. So he and he has a lot of heart in it. So. So I'm, I'm but ain't gonna be around for too much longer. So you know, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for a nice little push, you know, towards the end of the career. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean that'd, that'd be nice, man. It'd be, that'd be good for boxing, good for him, and shit. You know, seeing how he was crying last time. For, I mean, not not that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like he was really felt, heartfelt, you know, like, about that last that last uh, fight. So no, that'd be that'd be cool, man. Like, it's some cool shit, man. Seriously. But, but but it's good it's good to talk to you though, man. For it's been a long time, man. straight up. Hey, I do want to ask you. I, I wanted to ask you a question. and shit about uh, the border wars, man. That that, that ain't, you ain't ever gonna bring, the, bring that back to Watertown.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. People been asking for it. It's Looking like we are gonna have to bring it back.
7: Hey, 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 shit, hey, Watertown be beautiful. Hey, that that was a beautiful setup, scenery. Every hey, to this day, if people, hey, people, would be bringing it up. You know, what I'm saying like seriously, they would be bringing it up all the time, and, and to this day, I'm like, hey, man, I'm like that shit was. Uh, I'm I, I like, hey, it pays to run a marathon. Cause they got people, people like, oh, uh, you paid to fight and shit. I'm like, yeah, my mother you got paid to run a marathon. I'm like, what do you mean you got paid to run? I'm like, so yeah, paid to fight. I'm like, but not. Like, that shit is uh, beautiful setup. You feel like a, pr-. I'm just saying like that. But the, the Watertown set was gorgeous though, man. The way you guys, I remember uh, pulling up and shit, seeing like that shit was hard work. And seeing everybody out there just moving, 110 percent, man, for real, like putting up the putting up the. Uh, you know the ring, like everything. That shit, that shit was dope, though. That shit, was, and I just want to say, I just want to say on the side knowing on that man, like, thank you for the the one lifetime experience. That's why I did it. That's why I did, it, because uh, that's what you said, yo. That's what you were like, hey, yo, it's an experience. And I and I was like, man, I bet you that shit is. But I but I, I didn't expect it to be that legit, though. Like like you know, people were complaining about the little the, the little bit of money and shit and all that. That shit was legit. You know what I'm saying? That shit though. So I'm saying, man, yeah. Much love to you, Ness, man. Like I said, it's been a while. I don't want to keep going too much and shit, man. And, but I was, I was been, uh, I was, I was been, you know, uh, keeping an eye and ear out for you, man, for real. Like, hey, God bless you, man. Straight up, you know, where we living, fool not you think, about God. So yeah, like, uh, much it, love, champ. man, for real. Nah, for sure, yeah, yeah, appreciate for sure. it. All right, 100%. Well, I talk to you later on that for sure. Much love, hey, much love to chat room,
2: for All real. Right. Much
7: love no lie.
2: You got uh, it. You, later, you got too. it. Yo, so I'm actually uh, communicating with uh, FTWR, and, you know, that's who made this shirt. You can pick it up using the TBV link and code, get 15% off. But um, I'm having to make that Devin Haney shirt, man. And obviously, I reached out to Devin before I did it. You know, I ain't trying to get in trouble or nothing like that. But uh, they sent me two options. I'm going with the option on the right. I'm going with the option on the right. I like the fight with that letter, not that old. This is called Gothic letters, I think, or Old English, that shit. And nobody want that shit on the left. So the one on the right that says, I only fight champs. And then that's the back of the shirt. I mean, uh, Gamboa, Linares, Diaz, Cambosis. Loma, Regis, talk to him. Talk, talk, talk to him. Uh, maybe we should throw a, a Haney face in front, though, right? And then, like, small I only fight champs? I don't know. That's front and back, though. Again, not the one on the left. I don't like them letters. We ain't going with that. But I definitely like that that shirt idea, man. He needs to run with that shit. So hopefully it comes out nice. And I'm trying to buy some time. As my second guest said, he is a veil. So I'm trying to get him on and get this little hot take out there. Whenever he joins us. Let me hit him up. Sorry for the deadhead, one man team. All right, no.
4: Oh man, where the fuck, okay, here we go.
2: All right, so I could take some callers while we wait. James Benitez, what it do? (laughs)
8: Yo, Ness, you hear me? Loud and clear. Yo, man. Yo, hey, that was a good interview, man. Solid interview with Cleo Cole, man. You know, I think, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, man, he should be up there with probably some of the best names that came out of New Jersey, you know, like Kendall Hole and maybe Shakur or whatever, or shit, who knows, man. He may even pass them. You know, he got a long help. You got you. Holler back at him.
2: All right, champ. Appreciate you. Hello, hello. How are you, Eden? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. Happy to have you on the show and uh, see can we not get this this story out there, which uh, seems to be an interesting one. So uh, do we go with Eden Gordex or what are we doing?
10: Oh, I'm just eating from Grodex. Uh, I just have to warn before any story goes out no specific names just for legal reasons. I don't know. I'm kinda I don't know what I'm going into exactly what was being said or being told.
2: Alright. You know. So let's start from the beginning. You yes, sir. you you were some form of fighter, correct? Yes, yeah. I, uh, amateur, professional, what, what exactly? Just so we know how to categorize it.
10: Yeah, I would say high-level amateur. I was uh, pursuing Olympic qualification when I stopped competing.
2: I seen that you sparred the, the biggest names, too, you know? Um, some very, very impressive names. Uh, Feel free to let our audience know. It's a very hardcore show, so they will be impressed.
10: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to name drop too much. It's it's all on YouTube. Um, But if I must, I mean, like, everybody in the top, in the 135, I feel like I sparred most of the top names in 135 that are in the pros right now. I did spar them, like, early on, I feel like, in their careers because back then I was like, 16, 17 when I was sparring them and they were about the same age, uh, except for Loma, Loma was a little, uh, older.
2: Yeah. So what, what is your relations, uh, to the company Gordex?
10: Uh, I'm a co-founder. I founded the company with my father.
2: Okay. So that's your dad. Um, yes, sir. It's so funny that uh you know life is full circle because I've been seeing those bags in the gym for a while and they always oh, yeah. look higher end. Higher uh I guess the best way to is just more expensive. They look more expensive. Um I would say the leather you can tell right away from the leather and it, they always have like a ring on the top yes, to sir. hold the chains. It's a completely different design from any other heavy bags that I've seen. Um, I guess, are they more expensive than your traditional heavy bags because of how luxurious they look or exotic they look?
10: Yeah, I mean, like, price point is not something that we were looking at in the beginning when making the punching bags. It's something that we circled around to later uh, in the process. But, like, we looked... To bring the best possible equipment to boxing because I feel like boxing lacks good equipment. And one niche that we saw that was lacking in boxing was the punching bags. So we went out, we worked with a leather manufacturer, a tannery in Italy that manufactures leather for like Hermes and St. Laurent and Prada. And we, you know, chose to work with them. We had the option of like, working with um, a U.S. manufacturing, and they brought us to their leather section. It's a 100,000 square foot leather, uh, leather manufacturing. And we chose this specific leather and we developed it for boxing. So it would feel correct, you know, not too hard, not too soft for your punches to sit in the bags when you're punching them, not to rebound, you know, and the material is good if you're using a $500 pair of grant gloves or winning gloves and you got leather and you're burning it on the PVC, the traditional bags, well, you're ruining those gloves. And plus, if you're a boxer and let's say your wrists and your hands are your money makers, it's good to punch a bag that will prolong those punching bags. And I I wonder which gym you saw those in, but like a notable gym that we started working with um, from the beginning was Virgil Hunter. And Verge and I have a very close relationship. Um, I'm, I'm proud to say that he's a very good mentor in a lot of ways to me. Um, and I remember when I brought the first punching bag to him to show him, you know, um, he said, well, why should I pay this price point for a punching bag? He said, if it's so expensive, you know, I'm getting free stuff from every company, even the, even the ones with the highest ticket price. I told him Verge, look, this is different. You know, I told him the story of how we started. I've told him the story of, you know, what it means to us to make each punching bag, what the Grodex names means for me and my family. And um, he believed in us. I told him, look, try it out for a month. You know, if you don't like it, we'll put it down. You'll put your other punching bags up. And after a month, he came back and he ordered three more punching bags. And I think one of the special things we've done for boxing, everything that we do is for boxing and for the sport, is we created over 150 different versions of punching bags. And each punching bag is designed for you to perfect a certain technique, a certain punch, to work on different things. It's all for the enjoyment of the person and for the health of the person. we're not really looking, we don't do this for a high ticket item, for a high, oh, it's expensive and they're trying to make money. No, you know, a punching bag takes three people one, uh, one week to complete full time from the cutting of the leather to stuffing the leather to sewing the, everything, you know? And um, I, I think maybe they, people overlook it and maybe that's because of a lack of communication um, from my end. So I'm really thankful for you allowing me to come on here and talk to you. Appreciate that.
2: Um, again, just because there's a price point, have you thought of, I guess, ways to get Outside funding to get your bags that you believe can benefit fighters into less you know you know boxing is a blue collar sport not everybody got a lot of these gyms get their equipment donated from the everlasses of the world and things like that um 100%. I'm just trying to figure out you know if you've looked at a way to get your items in those. Gyms that may not be able to have world champions just yet, you know, they could just purchase the bag and let other guys work on it.
10: I mean, our cheapest model starts at one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Our most popular model is like around one hundred sixty. So, I mean, those are attainable and those can be broken up through payments on the website to like four four payments, interest free. And then we also started to release a synthetic uh, collection, which is the same as the leather punching bags with the ring, except they're made out of the PVC material. And those are at the same price that that is on the market, even cheaper on some models. So I'm definitely think about the boxing world. And um, we're launching this year a boxing program, a boxing gym program, it's called Grodex Gyms, where we're gonna release some of the most um, unique boxing equipment, I, I should say for gyms, that will help um, boxing gyms not only gain customers with the presence of the gym that they'll have, but also we have programs that will allow them to build like their own e-commerce store and um, sell our equipment for and get percentages from it, and it's all online and you know use their gym and their beliefs and their um, techniques to promote the equipment and um, the equipment that they purchase for the gym, if we purchase if we do like a whole gym order. They can break the payments into, you know, three-year term, two-year term, interest-free, low monthly payments. And that's because we believe in this equipment so much that everyone that has committed and bought a gym from us has seen a positive return, has seen more clients. Either it's because they commit and they believe in themselves so much, or it's because the equipment also helps on the side of putting a presentable image for their gym and um, showing, um, allowing them to communicate their technique. I had a lot of coaches say, like, look, ever since we got the gym full of the bags, people just come in here, we don't even have to say anything. They touch the bags, they go around, they have fun, they, okay, we want to sign up, you know? So there's, there's two sides to it. We're not just a high-ticket item. Everything we're doing is for the betterment of the sport.
2: You have some of these bags in James Prince's gym, correct, in Houston? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I seen uh I seen Jared, I actually recorded Jared uh working the heavy bag um in that gym.
10: Oh, okay. Very nice. So the
2: one I'm the one I'm super interested in uh is the the I wanna call it a body bag because it looks like a fucking human. Uh and uh, mm. obviously you're 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 doing the Tank Davis uppercut on it. And um, Okay, yeah. I really like that bag. What's something like this cost?
10: So that's a Silhouette Pro. That one's super difficult to make. Like that feature right there, um where the face pops out, yeah. I think that goes for around sixteen hundred. Sixteen something.
2: That's a 90. nice looking bag and uh you know, if you've ever hit a if you've ever hit a heavy bag, right, like you always find yourself accidentally throwing uppercuts at a at a heavy bag which isn't the right punch to throw at a heavy bag so the fact that you have the face protruding so you mm-hmm. can land an uppercut is uh you know pretty innovative But you guys have Thank a lot you. of innovative things here things that we haven't seen before where do you get some of these ideas like I'm assuming this is a target pad, but you've made it with, uh, I guess, is that metal so that the trainer can hold it and, uh, you know, be more comfortable, which makes sense.
10: You know, we have a target pad, but that that's a ring. That's for fitness. So you can have uh, both hands on the metal bar. You uh-huh. can spin like you're throwing hooks. Oh, I can't. I'm trying to So you can spin like this with it, like you're throwing hooks, through forward, spinning. There's like a lot of different variations you can do, and each of those is made to target a certain muscle group, like I was saying earlier.
2: Yeah, I was doing some reading where you had another contraption that had the weight in the center, and you were saying that it was uh, made to focus on the core.
10: Exactly. That's the Saturn ring. The uh, Mike Basil ring, yes. loves to
2: use that one. He's telling me,
10: well, you have another one in stock. Let me know. I'll, I'll get one. You know, he, he really enjoys it for his uh, strength training.
2: So, okay, so that's the one I've seen. I've seen it when um, Benavidez and uh, Boo Boo were fighting. You guys did a post. I'm going to just screen share it. And uh, it's Boo Boo using the Saturn ring. So the center yeah. is weighted. Right. And uh, obviously someone in the comment section said, what's the difference between doing what he's doing with a weighted plate that you would find at the gym? So, yeah. What is some of the differences? Like, again, someone is seeing this. They think, yeah, I could just grab a 45 pound plate.
10: Exactly. And the weight is all in the center. So what that means is, you know, it's a different proportion of weight where a plate, you have the weight all spread out throughout the plate. You're not, it's not the same effect, and you really have to tighten your core whenever you're twisting with it. It's just those little adjustments that will make the difference between just using a plate and using a ball inside of the Saturn ring.
2: Who would you say is your biggest client? Um, and I don't mean like consistent, I mean the highest level. Like, is there a Floyd that's purchased a bag, or would that be Shakur Stevenson, uh, or a Devin Haney? Because I've seen, I know. Well actually Devin must have been working on your bags at that must have been um, Virgil's Virgil's gym. Virgil's yeah, gym Yeah, Devin
10: also got some for his house. He's been a supporter. Um, I would say Fanfara, Andreas Fanfara.
2: Andreas Fanfara gym. is your biggest
10: client. He's been he's been one of the biggest supporters for sure. Wow. Yeah,
2: Tell me how he's, uh, what, if, he's opened a few gyms what, what is he doing after boxing?
10: Yeah, he got a gym in Chicago Okay um, It's for, for the youth and everything like that I don't even know He must have like at least 20 bags in there um, Whoa. And just a couple speed bags Different, different reflex bags It's a serious gym um, Yeah, he's been He always, whenever we post something
2: new Or a new veggies, we. I gotta have that You know
10: Big supporter
2: Speaking of, your, uh, speaking of your speed bags, why did you decide to not just design speed bag, but you designed the entire contraption with the um, mounting bracket as well? Like, you don't normally see that. What was the thought process behind, you know, going entire speed bag with mounting bracket, backboard? I mean, it just it feels like a lot
10: yeah um anthony joshua got one of those kayla plant got one of those um from far, i i can name a few names but with with that one again everything that we do is for you know the comfort of the person so that one has a hydraulic press that you can pump up and down instead of twisting um the like a lot of them you have to twist or you have to adjust and they're pretty complicated with this one you put in a rod, you pump it, and you can make the speed bag rise or fall as, uh, to your preferred height. And it's pretty effortless. Um, the other thing is, if it's just a speed bag mount, a lot of them shake. This one doesn't shake, and you know you get the proper rebound. Like you see Floyd Mayweather on um, on you know on the YouTube clip when he's punching speed bags. You know he's an artist with that, and that's something that we wanted to replicate with the speed bag and. We went all in one. We want someone, when they purchase our product, to purchase it, and then they're happy with it. They don't have to think about, oh, is it going to break? Is it going to work? You know, it's a one-buy, and you're
2: happy with it. Um, tell me it was difficult to convince Ishmael Salas.
10: Man, yeah, no. It's,
2: it's
10: still difficult. You know, after he
2: purchased from us three bags, He's, he's very difficult to, <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> so wait, the, difficult because he feels like he, wants a, he deserves a discount for buying three or difficult because he just doesn't want to pay the price? What? How?
10: And He doesn't want to wait for us to manufacture it.
2: And that's uh, one of
10: the biggest... Play, uh,
2: oh, wait the, a minute. Uh, so you don't, you don't have these things on stock. These are made to order. Yeah,
10: leather ones are made to order. Very oh. rarely will we have stock
2: what what's the what's the what's the what's the delivery time or the the per, per manufacturing time uh
10: week to two weeks most cases oh
2: that's not bad that's not that bad up
10: to 45 days if it's really like that oh yeah so it's you know winning is it a week
2: is it a week to two weeks per bag or a week to two weeks per order Depends on the
10: order. Usually we try to do per order basis. We try to work as fast as possible because especially if it's a a Championship category trainer or a person getting ready for a fight That's the priority and we try to get it to them
2: as fast as possible
10: But you know if it's a 20-bag order it's gonna take us, you know, maybe three weeks maximum to manufacture
2: not I hate that. to get so, so personal, but what's the plan for scaling, right? Like, because how many bags can you sell? Like, Virgil, Virgil already bought, let's say, a gym worth, and the, yeah. the leather is high-end Italian leather. So it's not going to yeah. break in three, four years, right? Like, how do no. you make more money if, if you eventually target all the gyms? Now everybody's got your bag. Now they got these expensive bags that don't break down. Wh- where do you go? How do you make more? hundred percent. And
10: uh, the punching bags is just something that like Louis Vuitton has the suitcase, the travel bag. That's how they started, right? But then look at them right now. And you don't think with the innovation that we bring to the products that we've developed just with punching bags, that's just us showing what we're capable of. I mean, I have catalogs and catalogs of products that I could just release kind of like, you know, Drake has a bunch of unreleased songs. I can, I can just, Pump it out. I I can drop (laughs) out collection
9: of... I love it. I love it. That was a great one-liner. Boxing
10: gloves, whatever is needed. I can
9: show you. Like,
2: you know, it's not... It's nothing. No, Um, listen. I was super excited for this because I think that, you know, your family is very innovative. Uh, The products, it's like you said, they seem so fun. Like, I've never seen this next bag. I'm assuming it's an uppercut bag, but it looks so enormous that it's like, is this for a coach that has young kids so they can all hit the uppercut at the <laughs> same time what what was the design i mean what was the thought process behind designing this and am i correct is this a giant uppercut bag
10: uh it's a horizontal bag so you can work your jab all across the bag and you can go under it if you want to like slips um and then on the ends you have the you can work uppercuts hooks um all types of punches and that one was, you know, when I was young and up and coming in boxing, my pops would always make me different types of equipment. And with that equipment, um, like I think on our TikTok, there's a video where we show the progression. Like I'm 13, 14, 15, he'd come into the boxing gym, look what I'm working on, and he'd come to his wood shop. He's a he's a master craftsman. Um, He'd make a bag and he'd bring it back. And that was one of the original models he made. And that one was just for parallel working the jab and going back and working one-twos, one-twos, stepping over alongside the bag. It's unique. And it's all made for the, like, think about it this way. The products that we originally developed was a father making it out of the love that he had for his son and wanting his son to succeed. Now that comes full circle, you know, that I'm old enough to put out some of the ideas that he had. Uh, originally in his life out and, and give him the credit deserved because he's tried to work with numerous different boxing brands and different brands in general that have told him like, ah, you know, your idea is not good and then they release it a month or
2: two later, you know, like this kind of stuff happens and... Um, so wait, you guys are some... not, you're not putting patents on these ideas or that, does that not no, exist? Yeah. Okay.
10: That's one of the things that we did was put patents
2: uh, uh,
10: the boxing bags are patented. It took some years to get it. Um, we do have patents, and you know, thank God that we do. For the U.S. Patent Office to recognize the patent takes a lot of work.
2: <laughs> so, is your last name um, the same as the billionaire from the zone? Is the uh, do you pronounce it the no, same way? I don't Le-
10: know. I don't know the la- the last name. What? How do you um,
2: pronounce your last name?
10: No, my last name is Lesnik. But uh, Grodex comes from the last name Grodetski, which is my great grandmother's last name. She comes from Polish uh, like nobility. And um, during World War II, my great-grandfather was in Ukraine and she, you know, the Nazis captured Ukraine and she had to work. She had, you know, the whole long story, like the whole family story is crazy, but eventually she would steal the people's documents that were, let's say, Jewish. And she would hide the documents so the Nazis couldn't prove that they were Jewish and they couldn't take them to concentration camps. And she did this with about 80 lives. So she's a very, her whole life, she was like a very heroic woman. She she was a single mother taking care of twins um, during the war and two young kids. And um, she made it through it with them, you know, under very harsh conditions. Um, No food and stuff like that. So she went through a lot and um, My great-grandfather had a leather factory and he had a lot of workers but communism took all of that away Um, But now you know generations down the line we have the opportunity to do something with leather we have to and um, This was very personal to me when starting the brand um, And I wanted to name it something, you know something that represents the family And my dad initially wanted to name the company vertex which like the pinnacle and i said no there's too many vertexes so i combined vertex and krodetsky and we got Grodex.
2: so uh another one that struck my eye and i don't know you know obviously i guess because i'm a superhero fan right so i was always into the arrow this looks like Uh a bow and arrow but then I'm also more curious to know, does it actually work, or is it going to fall over when you start hitting on it? Is that plate at the bottom weighted? Is the disc slotted so you can screw it to the ground? Um, talk to us about this one. Oh, shit, I'm showing my text instead of this. <laughs> now you see it, right?
10: Yeah, that's a, that's a double M bag. That's the world's first portable double-end bag. It comes with suction cups. Now, if you don't have suction cups you all, oh. for Sandbag for a hundred uh with a hundred pounds now a hundred pounds is all you need to weigh down this bag and it only it all it works it it's in that position and then it also goes horizontally you can change the position if you'd like i think i have videos of it of punching it but i've been posting i posted a lot so it might be hard to find
2: so so i see that it's slotted at the bottom are those like uh cross drills so you can screw into the ground or no
10: no, those, um, those are for the suction cups and for screws to connect the actual metal frame to it. But if you wanted to, theoretically, you could drill the metal plate into the ground.
2: Mm. Yeah, It'd
10: that one was out.
2: interesting. So um, you don't really have a rival, right? Because I don't know any other high-end bag. I mean, Winnie
10: sells this for a lot, but I don't see too many people. I don't, I don't think their price point is justified. They don't even use leather. Um, but, kid, you know, a lot of these Wait, brands. Wait, winning,
2: winning bags are not leather or are the gloves also no, not no, leather? No.
10: The gloves are uh, pigskin, but the bags are, uh, um, uh, I don't know how to say that. pleather. They're not leather
2: yeah okay we all know pleather (laughs) yeah for sure
10: um yeah but i don't want to misspeak about anyone but in terms of competitions i don't think anyone's willing to put in the dedication that we have towards these bags um but in terms of competition i have seen people a lot of people trying to copy us whether it's the logo I had I had some encounters with people wanting us to manufacture their bags and turning around and trying to manufacture it themselves. A famous UFC coach with his own glove brand, that's as far as I'll say. Um, but you know, the patent kind of stood its case there. Um, a couple boxing brands now are trying to copy the designs with the ring and things like that. Some are trying to copy the logo, how we have the G in the logo and like, the logo placement, and even um, like our bags have a logo area where the logo area is a different color from the hitting section. A lot of that is going on, and it's really annoying because the way they're presenting it is like they've invented it, and like that's really frustrating. Knowing the amount of work and the amount of uh, time that we've put into it, so when I came into the to this business, I wanted to bring a quality product into boxing because I saw no one was making quality products at the moment, but now I see that a lot of these companies are just copying one another and they don't really have someone in the company that's been a boxer, been through it, um, sparred these top guys or been in the ring with these top guys and, and like knows what equipment is needed for the boxes. So like with the background that my family has, it feels really justified that we're able to bring something to the boxing world like this. Um, but yeah it's really annoying it's really annoying i wish I wish I could say names exactly, but the way these some of these cats act is like they uh immediately they try to get you for defamation or something like that, and I'm the type to be like, look, if we got an argument, let's talk facts, let's speak the truth, and let's see you know who's telling the truth and um the other way, I always you know in the boxing ring, so if any of these I guarantee you not one boxing brayer owner can whoop me in the boxing. I'll put it like that for sure. Mm.
2: Well, uh, I'm messy, man. So I feel like Box Raw is trying to come out with a brand new line that's very similar to yours. It's, it's high end, it's sleek. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look identical to yours. So I can see where they may get offended if we try to say that they're copying. It doesn't have the ring, but I feel like it has that, high-end leather sleek look that you went for but it is different but again the same you be the judge and let the audience be the judge but these are the bags that i'm talking about that i feel resemble yours slightly uh mm-hmm. more of these kind that narrow at the bottom this one here you know resembles your ring bag without the ring at the top um well they do got a ring Oh, oh! it's just not showing? Like,
10: if you go, let, 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 if we're breaking it down, let's
2: break it down. Let's get messy.
10: Okay. Uh, I've seen these. They've been brought up to me, and I think they look pretty identical. Um, mm. So that's just my opinion. But let's, let's go by facts. Let's go, go on their page and go on their punching bag section. Let's go, let's go look at this.
2: Let's see here.
10: And you you could be the judge. I'm not I'm not trying to make any statements. I could just present what I'm seeing. Oh no no on their uh stories, you see how they have the highlights? Oh on the story? Or maybe on, yeah. Oh or, okay, right uh, here, bags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Punching,
2: Punching bag redefined. Redefine six and four straps inserted steel oh yeah yep 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 it does say ring there
10: so you know it's impossible to make this design of punching bags without a ring because the ring keeps the straps parallel and the straps that the bags hang from and that allows um the stuffing from the bags does not um how do i say it? it doesn't get misplaced because what happens is the straps at the top collide. I don't know if I, How do I show my finger. They collide. Mm-hmm. And the ring keeps them parallel. So that way the stuffing at the top doesn't get misplaced. Sometimes you'll see punching bags, all the stuffing at the top um, is gone. It's at the bottom. The bottom of the bag is
2: fat and the top of the bag is empty.
10: Mm-hmm. So the ring allows and you the always find fight, the fighters ego.
2: hitting the top anyway because there's less stuffing. <laughs>
10: Usually the stuffing, we took apart like 20 or 30 bags. We found um, needles, we found saw bits, we found rocks, we found a whole bunch of stuff. You know, I call some of these punching bags trash bags. That's literally what they have inside is a bunch of trash, you know. And fighters are risking their whole, you know, life in the ring to be punching this kind of stuff. It's, I think it's a little disrespectful to the sport.
2: So what's used to stuff it? I mean, I'm so old that they I used to have... Uh punching bags filled with sand. What what's being used now?
10: So sand the the problem with sand is um with sweat and mixes it becomes like concrete. It's too tough. You know, and, and you're gonna damage your hands. Now I see people trying to use foam. Foam is also not good because your punch rebounds from the foam. You need to use uh like mix of cotton, um mix of like uh you know, like cotton fibers, and that, that's the best kind of stuffing that you can do. Now, how you stuff
2: it and do this is different
10: different techniques, but um, yeah, overall, I would recommend cotton fiber fabrics.
2: Wow, so sand is obsolete these days, huh? I would say so. Yeah. man. And uh, is it just because it gets wet? Because I mean, wouldn't that just be putting it in some sort of protective moisture layer?
10: Uh, no, the sand is very hard. If you have a 300-pound bag filled with sand, it's very, very hard bag,
2: yeah, especially sure. the bottom. The bottom always is harder. You're right. It feels like concrete towards the bottom. Um. Yeah, yeah man, so, again, I don't think you've answered that part of uh, the plans for scaling because, you know, it seems like eventually you'll get to all the high-name gyms. So... What's the plans for scaling for the company? Well, you said other products, right? Outside of the bags, it would just be your other innovative products?
10: Correct, yeah. Other products and different programs. We have a foundation coming. A whole whole bunch of things. I just don't want to be that guy that says, oh, we're doing this and doing that. I like to have the results speak for them. So, you know, follow us, subscribe to us, see what's next. Um, This year, I want to complete... Um, a lot of the stuff that we have ready for boxing, and uh start to also turn to the next chapter um which is a lot of you know innovative stuff that is around different things like uh outdoors fitness uh, just a whole a plethora of things
2: <laughs> so uh since you talked about others copying. What would you say is the difference between your reflex bag and Ryan's dad's reflex bag? And wouldn't yours be inspired by his or am I misinformed that Ryan and his father are not the first with a reflex bag and it's just they're the most popular with a reflex bag?
10: <laughs> I think, okay, a little bit of a loaded question, but I'm going to break it down. Um, with the reflex bags, I think reflex bags have been around for a long time, like 80s, 70s. like They've been around for a long time. I do think that Ryan and his dad did a great job of bringing them to popularity. Um, with that being said, during the pandemic, when everyone's sitting at home and everyone wants something to do, the reflex bags were in great demand. Uh, at the same time, Brian's blowing up on social media, and everyone loves his uh, Cobra bag videos. I do think that hype has died down a little bit, but during that time, I had Grodex was blowing up, and we were blowing up mainly for our mm, leather punching bags. And I told my dad, "I'm like, look, we gotta create a product that's affordable for everybody. Not everyone can afford our product." We have the following, we have the people, but we need a product that everyone likes. At that time, we started working on a reflex bag, and that was the one you just showed, the mamba bag. That one's totally unique, no one else in the world manufactures this um, reflex bag. That is uh, solely invented by Grodex. it has never been invented in the whole history of the world, um, which is, I think, pretty unique. So. We're coming, now we're coming into the reflex bag world. And of course, you got to do your research. And I get a lot of messages, people saying, look, you know, we've been asking for this Cobra bag from uh, Ryan Garcia and his dad. Can you make one? Can you help us out? We want want one. They keep saying we're going to release one, but they never release one. And I said, okay, you know, the, the people want it. I must give to the people what they want. So I started to manufacture one in two months it was, they, they were teasing the people for two years in two months we come out with a reflex bag and I used the pre-order strategy to release it. you know if you believe with us you can uh, you can purchase one and people loved it and as soon as I released a pre-sale, Ryan's dad releases his on pre-sale, uh, maybe like two weeks or three weeks later. So I, I would like to think that we inspired them to release the reflux bag. And even like on the Thanksgiving, I, like after he, w- he was commenting some nasty stuff on our posts and things like that. And like saying our reflux bags looks a certain type of way and that the spring performs a certain type of way. But you know, now their spring looks a lot like our spring and performs a lot like our spring. So. I have no ill will towards them. I think I would rather like to work together than create enemies. A lot of these boxing brands need to understand. There's a lot of divide in boxing. That what, That is what stops boxing. And fighters getting the fights made, promoters getting in the way, managers getting in the way. You guys, we need to work together. You know, that's what boxing needs. They need, these brands can work together. One person can manufacture the gloves. The other the bags, the other this, there's no need to create um, conflict. But a lot of these people's egos and a lot of these people's, um, I would say greed also gets in the way. And that's what creates conflicts. But in the end, I think the truth always wins. And the one thing that Grodex is, is the truth. So I'm not scared to be in conflict with anyone. Because you cannot even sue anyone for defamation if they're saying the truth. And that's what—that's all I hope to bring to this
2: platform, you know. For sure. Truth. Yeah. Well, Eden, man, we thank you for coming on. Um, yes, sir. Uh, can the uh, fight fans look forward to any uh, sales or discounts or anything that? Uh, how, is there an email list that they could sign up to to stay up to date on the newest and latest products? Um, how do you want to direct the audience?
10: Yes, sir. The best way to keep an update is to give us a follow on Grodex, Instagram page, at Grodex. I believe, I don't want to speak, I don't want to jinx anything, but in the coming month or two months, I'm going to release our boxing collection. And if you look at our reflex collection, we started off with the Mamba bag, then we did the Cobra bag, the Air Mamba bag, the Wall Cobra bag, the Double M bag. So, you know, five or six different reflex bags. Um, now it's time for boxing gloves that's going to be the next collection released Uh, definitely tune in for that check that out and then for our gyms we also have uh, um, a big collection coming out in the coming months
2: so uh, I gotta ask um, is this you because it certainly looks like you but your hair is different in the video so I can't really tell then I know that you spar high level and the punch that your stunt double through in the re- in the gender reveal. Oh, yeah,
10: yeah that's not me. <laughs> oh, that's not you?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, damn, how you sparring Shakur and you throwing the right hand like that, but I ain't want to be wait, wait. disrespectful. Wait, the video? I might be me. No, so you not sparring Shakur in the video. But oh, let me okay. just show you. Is this you, yes or no?
10: Yeah,
2: that's me. Bruh. Why are you throwing that right hand like that? Your foot came off the floor. Were you about to hit the the, the weights at the bottom or what? But this was an amazing idea, man. I'm trying to
10: make the biggest effect with the... the, (laughs) You know what it was? I was nervous that the dust would not explode. And I was just trying to hit it as much as I could hit it. I'm over there gripping my right hand, trying to stuff it as much as I can in the glove. But look... (laughs) Explosion, that's
2: what we're on, you know? Yo, so I know that you're supposed to be happy with whatever you get, but you wanted a boy, right? I mean, you're you the boxer.
10: <laughs> I was definitely team boy, but you know what? I'm I'm very blessed with what God gave me. So Nah, for not, sure. You know? Come on. I got a very special girl coming. So.
2: Nah, Thank for sure, God, man. God. But uh, congratulations to you and your wife and uh, – Look, man, we wish you the best of success with your company. And uh, the platform is here whenever you need to come back on. Uh, if you got any new ideas, new bag releases, anything you want to, um, you know, get the word out with the audience. We appreciate you. You didn't,
10: you didn't check out any of my stories on
2: YouTube? Uh, no, 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 I didn't. Man. No, I didn't. You,
10: you should have. You should check some of those out. Send Maybe me a link, man. Those. Send
2: me a link to the one that you think is the best. Because well, again, I know that you sparred a lot of I know Devin. you sparred a lot of people. Because I I heard you sparred Devin, right? And Shakur.
10: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That might be worth checking out. But I'll send you a link.
2: All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you. Bye bye. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Eden from Gordex. Uh or is it Grodex? Grodex, maybe. Um, I really like these bags, though, man. I swear. I, this is expensive, though. Look at this one. This is $1,600, the one that I like. The issue is, one, I don't have my own gym, so I'm not buying a $1,600 bag to have hanging in a garage, you feel me? But this is the one I really, really like. Like, if anybody's hit a bag, you know you, you get in in the mood and you, you accidentally throw an uppercut, and it's like, fuck, I love this. Plus, it's like a body. You know, they make aqua bags like this, but without the protruding head. And those feel good, too. I, I like aqua bags, you know. They, they actually feel better on the wrist. And when you punch it, I should have fucking asked them, what's the difference between water and stuffing? Because I-, I do feel like sometimes the water gives you a recall, where, like, you punch it, and you get some sort of bounce back. Like, it pushes you off the bag because of the water, probably? I don't know. Shout out to him. Uh, Box Raw need to stop, man. Yo, it's crazy how boxing is corrupt on all levels, right? Like, look, he's a bag maker beefing with other bag people, or not even. Box Raw was a clothing company. They're the ones really crossing the line trying to get in his lane. That's his lane, you feel me? They was making shirts and shit and sweatsuits and things like that now you out here trying to make bags and 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 you know uh copy his design but that is the last guest and it looks like we got no more callers nest gto instagram and twitter you know we right back at you tomorrow morning 6 a.m let me double check make sure i leave any super chats appreciate all the support we got a few first is adam Welcome. Uh, He's a member for 17 months on that prospect level. He says Loma stops him. And he's talking about Cambosos. We got Rocky Rodriguez. $5. He says Cambosos gets too much hate. He's a solid fighter in a tough division. I like this fight. Yeah, man, I'm with you. He is a solid fighter. Ballsy fighter is what he is. He keeps taking on tough challenges, right? You know. Um, Rolling with the punches, $2.50. this is good stuff period, laugh all out, I'm sorry, but, and he stopped there, came right back with $2, love you all, God bless us all. Shout out to Rolling With The Punches. We got Mad Bet, $2, daily dose of Tanquil, Loma destroys Cambosos in Perth, six round, no mas. So, uh, that looks like everybody. Till the next one, ladies and gentlemen, oh, calls on a late check in, what up?
11: Yoki. I do. Oh, uh, what's up, bro? Um, I like the fight, actually. You know, Haney and Loma, Devin's kids. Uh, I think Loma's going to stop Cambosis, honestly. And after if after Loma wins, because I strongly believe he's he's going to beat Cambosis, Um, I hope he fights Shakur next for a unification belt. Or once it paid up, beats Maxi Hughes. He could give Sapeda a title shot because that's going to be for an IBF mandatory, isn't it? Cepeda Cepeda Maxie him, Against Maxi Hughes? Yeah. Bro, come on, Nez. You need to stop smoking, bro. <laughs> <Cepeda's> <laughs> not losing to no Maxi Hughes. You ain't seen Maxi Hughes beat Cambosis? Um, well, <laughs> I saw the fight, bro, but nah. Cepeda, not losing to no Maxi Hughes, bro. All right. He's he's not gonna lose to no Maxi Hughes. Zepeda, timing, bro, like, man, is timing.
2: Among. That jab gonna kill Zapeda. Zapeda's
11: volume and and his volume power is gonna get to Maxi Hughes, bro. But but still, a good fight, Zapeda and Hughes. That's actually a good fight because, like you said, like many people believe Maxi Hughes beat George Cambosos, so that's gonna be a good fight. I just hope also, like you know, some people like. You know, give have the same energy towards Loma. You know, even though I'm a I'm a big Devin Haney fan. Like I was talking shit with with Loma fans during into the Loma Haney fan, uh, uh, Loma and Haney fight. But it's like if you, like if we're gonna praise Haney for going to Australia to fight Cambosos. Like I mean, like I think I think we should like uh, like give Loma flowers as well for traveling to Kamboso's backyard for a vacant title. Uh, don't you think?
2: I mean. I don't really give him no credit. He could have had a, fight, a shot at a vacant title with Shakur. He chose Cambosa's because it's easier fight.
11: Mm, I, I see your point. Yeah, yeah, that's true, bro. And and it seemed like people just swept it under the rug as well. Like, But, but I guess Loma, Cambosa's still a good fight. And and I just hope like Loma fights either Shakur or Zapata. Both fights are going to be tough for, for Loma either way. He wants to get the he, he wants to get his balls back, become undisputed, bro. Like the time is now, bro, cause his his he's running out of he's running out of time really quick. So but yeah, but yeah, that's my that's my call, bro. Have a nice night.
2: All right, champ, appreciate you. Um fuck. I know this number. Oh, this, 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 Bo Rogers, right? Yo, yo. What up?
6: Yeah, what's good with you, man? Sure.
2: uh, That
6: fight with, that fight with Kambosa and uh, uh, Romachenko, I really don't care about it. But what I'm calling about was um, that try to get on earlier today. But um, that you know what the Prince doing with the the five hundred five? I told you, a couple about a month ago. Bill Hayna messed everything up. We would have had Jerron Ennis at one fifty four, Devin Hainey at one forty seven, uh, Shakur at one forty, Tank at one thirty five, and Camille Morton at one thirty. The money team. You know how much money that would have made prince would have loved <clears> that. Open to the world. The money to you. Can you imagine that mess? And there's one more thing I want to tell you. Why don't you call Jake Paul out? You still in retirement?
2: What do you mean? Me, man. He ain't going to fight me. I wish Jake Paul would fight me and give me a million dollars. Right. The motherfucker ain't fighting me. I mean, me. I think you could make... Make a push for it. I mean, he ain't going to fight I mean, me, that man. Me. Take I mean, it, really he taking that career serious, and, and I'm not on Jake level, man. Y'all got to respect Jake. You don't think you can beat him there? You don't think you can beat him there? Fuck no. On. He 24 years old, man. He young as hell, and he got millions of dollars to put into training. Like you wanna he, go for him. You The dude you I was just interviewing... The dude I was just interviewing sold Jake some, some heavy bags in Puerto Rico, man. Like, Jake on another level, man. Y'all got to respect that dude. But,
6: but look, you on another level, too, though, man, people know you. And you come from this world.
4: So I hear you, champ. I, I think don't think,
6: think I'm popular enough, know, but, but uh,
2: I, would, I wouldn't I would say no, I'll tell you that. I'm taking that payday.
6: Because <laughs> motherfuckers going to push it. People going to push it. We going to have to put that out there, man. Yeah. I want to see you and Jake Paul. Shit. And you come from they, the boxing world.
2: They ain't going to want that. I'm too old. I'm telling you. D- d- like, they got mad that he fought Silva. Then he fight Silva? And they got mad?
6: Man, people will buy anything these days, man. Shit. I don't think it's a bad fight. I think I've seen you in border war. You, know, so you, you, think you, can, you don't think you can beat him. Who?
2: Do you think you can beat
6: him? Or you think he? I
2: mean... Like I can't. I'm being realistic. The kid, 24 years old, and he been training for the last four years, <laughs> consistent. Like I'm being realistic. I ain't no motherfucking delusional here. You feel me? <laughs> and he got pop. He knocking motherfuckers down too. Yeah. Well, dollars. i I'm telling you now. I'm no, listen. Look, I I ain't say you know, I ain't taking. The, I ain't say I ain't taking the payday. You said could you beat him? That's two different things. I'll take you were the check. Or, right? You're to try though. You ain't gonna go in there later. You oh no, I'ma certainly try, but I believe that the kid gonna have more tech than me, man. Even in my best Border Wars fights, I got tired. <laughs> I'm never gonna quit smoking weed. <laughs> Fucking fuck <a> Jake Paul. <laughs> Shit. I, I smoked during all my training camps. Uh, well, look, so put I don't on, know, man. Put that, put, put that on for a poll,
6: you know what I'm mean? saying? See what
2: the fans think. See what, the, uh, the people, you know, see what everybody thinks. Do a poll, you know? Should nah. You call them call out, man. Let's go. Nah, I hear you, champ. I call hear you, champ. Out. We going to call him out. We got to get in shape first. <laughs> Imagine he called my buff. Right, I'm going to go in there huffing and puffing, champ. Nah. Got to be in shape. <laughs> James Benitez, what up? I messed. Call out Jake. James, you
8: gotta uh, mute. Yo, Ness, you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey man, the nigga crazy, man. Like, bro, I fuck with you, Ness, so but I ain't trying to have you get in the ring with no twenty four year old Jake Paul, man. Word. At least <laughs> not right now. <laughs> dude. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, and and the reason, the only reason why it's not possible, man, because y'all ng hijackers and shit like that ain't smashing this like button and ain't subscribing to the goddamn content and shit, sharing it with your people. Gotta get these numbers up for Ness, man, if you want to see him in the ring with a Jake Paul or some shit like that. And also, Ness, man, we gotta get Jake Paul, we gotta get a Jake Paul interview, man. That gotta be, that gotta be a goal for 2024, man. You gotta get Jake Paul interview. Whether it's five minutes or thirty minutes.
2: Nah, I'm 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 with it, man. You know me, I I would
8: love it. That that brings so much traction. That would bring so much traction to the channel and shit like that, man. You know, or, or even or even if you had to go down there to MVP in Orlando and do a sit down with Jake or whatever, man, you gotta do what you gotta do. But to the topic though, I mean, this is like old news, man. We've been knowing since like what, shit, what September last year or something like that. This is this is gonna be the fight. For Lomachenko and damn Cambosos uh, and shit. Only thing that um I don't like about the fight that is over there in Perth, um to me it's kind of weird that they actually doing it in Perth and everything, and Cambosos actually being the a side of this with Lomachenko having a bigger name. Um I don't know what's going on over there in top rank. I don't know if this is going to be Lomachenko's last fight because Cambosos can upset him, man. Let's not get it twisted, man. He does got some good wins on the resume. Even though people may think it's highly unlikely, this can be an upset. This can be Loma Chinkas going away, going away fighting shit like that with a decent payday. Um, I'm not going to say I picked Cambosas but I'm just intrigued to see how this fight plays out, man. Um, now, on to the, now on to the interview. Uh, shout out to Khalil Cole for coming on, man. And shout out to Ida from, uh, what, Gordex, man, from Grodex. Man, those are some nice-ass bags. Man, Box Raw, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, man. Shit, why well, I used to be working out regularly and shit like that, I have some of y'all gear, and I feel ashamed that y'all had to come load and stealing, stealing high-end um, quality content from another uh, another growing brand. Man, stop hijacking other people's shit, man, because that shit look like a clone of what the fuck Grodex is doing. I'm damn sure waiting for their gloves to see how their gloves going to be and seeing them bags, man, like... Bruh, man, I don't know, Ness, man, like... They got, what, $1,000 reflex, reflex bags, Mamba, you know, Mamba reflexes, about 500 or more, the $1,600 uh, heavy bags. I'm like, shit, you know, I mean, I make decent money, but I can't afford that shit, man. So shout out to them, and I can't wait to see if they actually have some stuff that's more economical to get into some of these smaller growing gyms or have any kind of special programs for them with the foundation that he did mention during the show. Um Next man, shout out to you for giving us content every day, man. I appreciate you as always, and I'll catch you on the next one, bro.
2: I champ. Appreciate you. And that looks like our last caller. Catch me on the next one tomorrow morning. That's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Peace.